The great Kevin Harlan on the call right there. Westwood one. Josh Allen on the touchdown pass. PJ Glasser, Ryan Horvath, you're listening to BetMGM tonight. Live from the BetQL studios in Washington, D.C. Still to come tonight, we're going to talk with Jeff Feinberg. A little bit later on, we'll talk with Patrick Everson, our Vegas insider. Right now, Peach, uh, one of our bets not looking so good. Luckily, we did bet the over. I bet the over, at least. But uh, I think the Pirates might be dead. It's the first inning only, but they're down 5 to nothing. Mitch Keller getting absolutely shelled. Looking like the Mitch Keller of old, Peach. Yeah, you know, I thought Paul Skeens is in the house tonight. You know, he signed that $9 million deal. He's the number one pick. You thought Mitch Keller pitching. Mm-hmm. There would be a lot of that tonight. Yeah, it's not the case. A lot of scoring. So uh, the Phillies have a 2 nothing lead on the Brewers right now. That game's in the third inning. Also right now, the uh, Padres take a 2 nothing lead over the Blue Jays. Juan Soto with a two-run shot off of Manoa. Nice. And uh, the live total... Sit there now at 10.5, but it's minus 140 to the over. We're going to talk a little NFL right here. We're going to take a look at you know, some of these divisions, and uh, you look at some of these prices for the favorites. We just heard right there that was Kevin Harlan, Westwood 1, the Buffalo Bills. They're once again favored uh, in the AFC East, plus 130. The Jets, plus 250. The Miami Dolphins with Vic Fangio taking over that defense, plus 275. And then mm-hmm. the New England Patriots. How the mighty have fallen. It's crazy to see the Pats at it plus is. 750. It is. Bill Belichick uh, possibly coaching for his career. I, I heard that. He's on the hot seat. Bill O'Brien now calling plays, which is an instant upgrade. Anything's an upgrade over Matt Patricia. But in that division, man, I don't think the Bills win it this year. Oh, I do. No, I don't, I'm going to make the case against the Bills. Now, I love I do, Buffalo. I do like the Dalton Kincaid draft pick. I absolutely loved him at Utah. They're going to play him a little bit in the slot. They're going to run a lot of two tight end stuff. Um, Gabe Davis should be healthier. He had a high ankle sprain last year. I don't really love Ken Dorsey as the play caller. I think they really, really miss Brian Dayball. I don't know if it's sustainable for Josh Allen to be a superhuman, uh, superman on third down and convert 65% of the time. Also, like, you look at it, man, and they have the fourth most difficult schedule, which is the 10th largest jump this season. They have a schedule where they're going to see Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Aaron Rodgers twice, Dak Prescott, Trevor Lawrence, and Tua twice. And what worries me is that defense, actually. The pass rush completely fell apart the second half of the season after they lost Von Miller. He's coming back. He's another year older. Uh, He's coming back after another injury. In the secondary, Micah Hyde had a neck injury. He barely played. Trey White barely played, coming off a knee injury. I think there's going to be some regression. And I love Josh Allen, man. I like Stephon Diggs, but there's something weird going off there. I know they're coming off another 13-win season, but uh, I like the Jets. I like the Jets in that division. Not at the current price, but... I'm fading Buffalo, man. Yeah, you're crazy. Buffalo's going to win this division, Ryan. This year's AFC East is last year's AFC West, and I'll tell you why. The teams are so comparable. The Bills are the Chiefs, okay? Everybody's looking for the team that's going to knock off Buffalo, just like we were all looking for the team that was going to knock off Kansas City last year. The Jets this year are the Broncos from last year. Great defense. You poach away a quarterback who had been in a city, an organization for a long time, right? Russell Wilson goes to Denver. Rodgers comes to New York. Everybody's all excited. They're going to be in a bunch of primetime games early on in the season. The Jets are the Broncos. And then the Dolphins are the Chargers. You love the roster. A lot of upside. 
But there's also a lot of what ifs. What if Tua stays healthy? What if Jalen Ramsey turns back into his old self? That what if, happening. What if this and this and this? The Chargers are the same way. And then the Raiders are like the Patriots, right? Like, you just know they're not going to win the division. So, the Bills are the Chiefs from last year. We're looking for that team who's going to knock them off. A lot of people like the Jets. A lot of people like the Dolphins. Folks, it's still the Bills. I think the worst thing that could have happened for the rest of this division is what happened in the playoffs last year where Buffalo got humiliated at home by the Bengals, challenged their manhood, their will. They just smashed them on both sides of the line of scrimmage. So Buffalo's always been a great regular season team here the last three years or so when Josh Allen's really turned it on. So I, I love Buffalo. The fact we're getting a plus 130, I think it's a great price. All right, I'm on the Jets. I do think that there's a little bit of value with the Dolphins. I would not touch the Patriots. Um, let's go to the AFC North. The Bengals plus 150. Baltimore plus 220 over at BetMGM right now. The Browns, they have a bounce back year. 4-1 to one odds, and then Pittsburgh plus 450. We know the Steelers aren't going to have a losing season. Mm-mm. I don't think they're going to win the AFC North, but I really do like Pickett. I do too. Obviously, everybody loves Mike Tomlin. Um, but man, I make I can make the case for Baltimore. I went over on the win total, over 9.5. I also bet them again to win the AFC North. The Bengals have stayed really healthy. I know they've had some injuries here and there, like Jamar Chase missed some time, but you look at the last couple runs they've had. They've been pretty healthy. Also, like they don't really have a rest advantage. They have five games with a rest disadvantage, and the biggest one is going to be later on uh, in the season against the Ravens. That's a short week road game, so they go to Baltimore. Mm -hmm. I like Baltimore this year. Lamar has actual weapons. They're going to be able to push the ball down the field as long as OBJ could stay healthy. I like that contract. Um, Mark who's Andrews calling, is back. Who's calling plays? Not Greg Roman. That's the right and, answer. And that's all that matters. That's right. And then on the defensive side of the ball, like I know they're not what they were a couple of years ago, but I like Baltimore a lot. And you look at it, man, every year they're in first place, and then Lamar gets hurt. Right. Lamar just has to stay healthy, and I think he will this year because I think he's going to stay in the pocket a little bit more. And uh, I also like J.K. Dobbins. Again, he's got to stay healthy. He's got to stay motivated. I know he's pissed off right now. Like mostly uh, all the running backs right now. But I like Baltimore, actually. I think Cincinnati still wins 10, 11 games, maybe 12. But I think that uh, three or four, maybe all four teams get in the playoffs. I definitely think that at least two in the North get in. I agree. And I like the Ravens to win this division as well. I agree with everything that you said. I think they're going to stay relatively healthy. Just can't under oversell enough the fact that Greg Roman is gone as offensive coordinator and Mike McDonald too as DC has been great and he's really good against the Bengals too you watch what he did in that playoff game against the Bengals he was awesome so I think the Ravens you know they're they're excited for the challenge they like that people are counting them out they they do not like the way their season ended with Tyler Huntley fumbling that ball I think they're going to win the division this year they have the best kicker of all time. Their defense is top five. Their offensive line's top five. Lamar is a unanimous MVP. Like you said, this is the most weapons he's ever had. Yeah. They have one of the best one-two punches in running in at running back in the NFL. Like They check a lot of boxes. They stay healthy. I think they have a great shot of winning the division. I bet the Jags in the AFC South, but I could see making the case for Tennessee at plus 325 with Mike Vrabel. Last year, they had a lot of bad luck. They were 5-6 and six in one-score games. They had some bad fumble luck, bad field goal luck. They had a bunch of injuries on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, actually, the most adjusted games lost two injury. They were really good against the run. They were 28th against the pass, but maybe if they stay healthy. The problem is they just can't beat good teams. Last year, they were 0-9 against playoff teams. This year, they're going to see seven playoff teams. Most of the money on the offensive side of the ball, actually like all the money on the offensive side of the ball, goes to Derrick Henry, who's 29, Ryan Tannehill, who's 35, and now D-Hop, 
who you know missed some time last year due to a suspension, came back, still looked pretty good. They have the ninth easiest schedule in the league and uh, fourth best net rest advantage. Four games with a rest advantage, and they don't play a single opponent all season long coming off a of bye week. So I could see making the case for them, but the Jags have so much talent offensively. I like Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence. The last eight weeks of the season looked like the best quarterback in the AFC. I don't love the defense, but I like the Jags. But I could see making the case for Tennessee, right? Yeah, I, I could see that as uh, as well. We were talking with Joe Rexroad yesterday. Tennessee, I mean, I think they're going to throw the ball more this season than we've seen in some years past. And uh, I think they're going to be better than people think they are. I think the gap's a little closer with the Jags and the Titans than the people realize. But I do like Jacksonville to win this division. We were talking about their schedule Last night, Ryan, I really haven't seen an NFL schedule like it where all their toughest games are at home, which is such yeah. a big advantage. So the Jags' schedule is great. The momentum that they carry from last season is great. Um, they have the best roster by far in that division. So I do still think the Jags are the team to beat in the South. Last year we thought the AFC West would be the best division in football. Kansas City is going to be favored in all 17 games this season, which makes sense because they're minus 165, the, the defending Super Bowl champs. Chargers 3-1. to one. Denver plus 500, and then the Raiders are 14 to 1. The Raiders, like, the goal should be we want Caleb Williams or Drake May. We're going to try to lose every single game. I don't understand why they went out and, you know, picked up Jimmy Garoppolo. I could see Denver maybe bouncing back, but I'm not going to play them. You already know how I feel about the Chargers. On paper, they have the most talent. The problem is they're never healthy. Uh, people think Brandon Staley is a joke, but I like Kellen Moore, and he's going to allow Justin Herbert to push the ball down the field. You need Mike Williams, Keenan Allen to stay on the field. But I really like the Quinston, uh, the Quentin Johnston draft pick out of TCU, man. He's a 4-3 guy. He's got good height, good speed. You could play him in the slot. If Joey Bosa could stay healthy, he's a defensive player of the year candidate. I know Khalil Mack's another year older, but he's still really good. J.C. Jackson could have a bounce back year. And when you have to see the Chiefs twice a year, it's awesome to have somebody like Derwin James at the safety position that could cover Travis Kelsey, or at least kind of hold his own. So I like the value with the Chargers. But the safe pick's probably the Chiefs. Yes, uh, I would <laughs> agree. favorite in every game. Look, for me to not bet the Chiefs to win the AFC West, Ryan, somebody is going to have to win a home game against Patrick Mahomes in the division. He still never lost a divisional road game. It's the, it's the dumbest stat I've ever heard. He's, what, entering his sixth year in the league? Yeah. And the Chargers, Raiders, and Broncos have never been able to beat him at home? Like, that's absurd. So until that happens, I can't I can't bet against the Chiefs. I can't do it. Uh, the NFC East hasn't had a repeat champion since Christian Slater was still starring in movies. The Eagles are really, really good. They're minus 110. They're not favored in every single game this season, but they're favored in the majority, over 85% of them. Mm -hmm. Dallas, plus 170. I would want a better price, even though I bet it at Agreed. plus 170. I like the win total better with the Cowboys. I do think that they're an 11-12 win team this year, although the Tony Pollard stuff scaring me a little bit. No chance they let him hold out, though. Uh, then you have the Giants plus 750 coming off a playoff win. And then the Commanders, they're 10 to 1. I tell you what the bet is is it, it, Washington's the bet. I don't think they win the division, but if Great there's price. a surprise team this year, it's them. And I agree with you, Dallas, like that, that should be like a plus 200, plus 210. I think the gap between Philly and Dallas is way larger than that. The Eagles probably have the best roster in football. Their O-line's the best. Hurts is fantastic. The defense is elite. They have two number one receivers, good running backs. They got Swift. I mean, they're, the Eagles are fantastic. The only thing in the back of your mind that worries you is, like you said, there hasn't been a repeat winner in the NFC East in like 20 years. So that's the one thing. 
But Washington, man, what makes me intrigued by them is we just don't know how good Sam Howell is, right? It's a lot like Jordan Love. Oh, I, I mean, know. we just, right? We just, I we like don't, we just don't know how yeah. good or bad Sam Howell is. So if he's great, Washington's defense has some pieces. Offensively, they got two pretty good receivers. Brian Robinson's a good young back. So the commanders at 10 to 1, I think, are an interesting sprinkle, but I do like the Eagles to win the division. Yeah, they got a bunch of talent, the Commanders do, on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, Terry McLaurin might be the best wide receiver in football, and Sam Howell might be the best quarterback that he's played with. You got Chase Young trying to get paid. Sweat, uh, pretty good defense. I think they go over their win total. I don't like the uh, NFC East price at 10 to 1, but man, I mean, um, if I'm doing anything, it's probably Dallas. But yeah, I'd want at least 2 to 1 now if I was going to bet that. In the NFC North, the only way I would play this division, I would go. Uh, Matt LaFleur, coach of the year at 16 to 1, or I would go Matt Eberflus, coach of the year at 11 to 1. Because if Green Bay wins the division, the knock on LaFleur always was he had Aaron Rodgers, even when he went 13 and 3, three consecutive years. So it looks like it's going to be a rebuild year. You have your lowest win total in like 25 years in Green Bay at 7.5. If they win 10, 11 games with Jordan Love, who looks to be a project, you know, uh, I think LaFleur finally gets love. Maybe he's coach of the year, 16 to 1. Same thing with Matt Eberflus. I think Justin Fields is going to be the real deal. I worry a little bit about the defense. Maybe they're a year away, but with DJ Moore and with Mooney and with Chase Claypool, not that I love Claypool, but as a three, he's decent. Um, and Cole Komet, I uh, I kind of like Eberflus, 11-1, to or the Bears, plus 400 in the NFC North. I'm so out on Detroit. I think that they're going to be similar to what we saw from the Cleveland Browns when the Browns are an organization that's never been to the Super Bowl. They're not used to success. They had all those expectations when they traded for OBJ. Didn't even make the playoffs. Wouldn't surprise me if the Lions missed the playoffs this season. There haven't been expectations like this in Detroit in ever. I mean, a long, long time. So uh, I'm fading them. I think it comes down to Green Bay or Minnesota. I like the Packers, though, at plus 400. I really do. I uh, Again, we were talking about Sam Howell. I think it's the same kind of thing with Jordan Love. And there's just something, Ryan, about when an organization goes from always being the team to beat to now being the team that everybody thinks is going to be in last place. Like, as a professional man, as an athlete, as somebody who's a competitor, like, that's just got to drive you. So, I finally think Green Bay's defense is going to live up to its potential with all that talent they had. They're going to lean on their two good running backs, the good young receivers. I think Green Bay's winning the division this year. I hope so. I hope you're right on that one, Paige. Uh, NFC South, I bet the Saints, but I uh, also went over on the win total for Atlanta at 8, and I also like it at 8.5, man. They have the second easiest schedule. I like Bijan a lot. Drake London, Kyle Pitts. I don't know how good Desmond Ritter is. The defense isn't great. We can talk a little bit more about this a little bit later on. We'll hit on some of these uh, NFC teams. Also, when we come back, we have to talk about Joel Embiid. Maybe there's a shot that he uh, isn't in Philadelphia long term, and there's some odds on his next team offshore. We got to talk about that, Peach. But MGM tonight continues. Ryan Horvath, PJ Glasser.